Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com and definitely check out those shows as well. Becca Day is the author of All Her Little Lies. Becca lives in Surrey with her husband, two daughters, and Cocker Spaniel. She studied acting at Guildford College and went on to start her own murder mystery theater troupe. It was this move that inspired her love of crime fiction. And when she sold the company, she threw herself headfirst into crime writing. Her short fiction has won several prizes, and The Girl Beyond the Gate is her first full-length novel. Aside from writing, she is also an avid reader and runs reading parties with fellow author William Shaw. Welcome, Becca. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss your latest book, All Her Little Lies, and The Girl Beyond the Gate. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Uh, Where are you zooming in from today? Uh, So I'm in England, uh, in Surrey. And I kind of live in the middle of the woods. So uh, lots of autumn trees around me at the moment. It's really nice. Oh, 
So is is that the scary place from which you write? Is there something sort of, I don't know, mysterious about the woods that you inject no, into your thrillers? No. No. <laughs> no, no, it's not it's not a creepy woods. It's a nice family-friendly woods with lots of children living here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell listeners what All Our Little Lies is about? Yeah, so my latest book, which just came out a few weeks ago, All Her Little Lies, is set on a farm in England and we've got a character called Alex who lives and works on the farm and she discovers a dead body and she decides for reasons to be revealed to clean up the crime scene and get rid of all of the evidence and then it's kind of everything that happens after that and why she decides to do it and and exploring all of that so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It starts with a with a bang and there's a murder right away. And I love how you structure it the day before the murder, the day of the murder. Da, da, da. You know, it's it's very you know, it's it's hard not to get sucked in right away. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I try and make sure that it starts with quite a big a big thing happening so that um it kind of grips the reader straight away. Yes. And since it only came out less than a year ago, can you also talk about The Girl Beyond the Gate? Yeah. So The Girl Beyond the Gate was my debut. Um, That came out in March. And that is set in a fictional gated community. A woman called Jodie moves in and she starts to suspect there's some weird stuff going on with her neighbours. She's got a, a woman who has a girl who's in a wheelchair and um, she starts to just think that there's some strange stuff going on there. So um, it's all about the secrets and lies that go on within uh, the gated community. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of secrets and lies in all of my books. <laughs> yeah. So what, where is that? What is where is that coming from? What uh, <laughs> is there something in your past that you feel like you want to get out and talk about, <laughs> or uh, where is this coming from? No, no. I've had a really lovely life, actually. Nothing, nothing thriller worthy has ever happened to me it's just like my morbid imagination apparently but um <laughs> I've always enjoyed kind of murder mysteries and reading murder mysteries and I enjoy like listening to true crime podcasts and things like that I'm always trying to solve them um so yeah I guess it's just I I wanted to write my own stories I had so many ideas and I used to have a murder mystery theatre company where we would put on like interactive shows and I would write the scripts for those. So um, yeah, it just was kind of like a natural progression from that to novels. Yes, I read that. So you sold that company and then you got into novels. Yeah. Um, so why did you decide to sell it? It was lots of different reasons. To be honest, it was a lot because I had my eldest daughter. So I've got two two daughters now um, and I had my eldest daughter and it was always like at the weekends. So I was kind of like, I don't really want to be spending my weekends away from her. So yeah, writing novels, I can sort of be home with her while I'm doing it. So it's just, it sort of suits my lifestyle a little bit better. And how old are your daughters now? Uh, so my eldest is seven and my youngest is one. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I saw, oh, your, I saw your youngest popping out in some of your YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> so yeah, cute. yeah. I was actually, I was pregnant when I wrote my debut and then I had her in November, the book came out in March, and then I wrote my second book with a very young baby. So it's, it's been a whole process. That, I mean, hats off to you. I have four kids and that is no easy feat. I mean, I can I can barely get stuff done now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entirely sure how I did it. So. 
<laughs> and speaking of your videos, I love your whole series for authors, which is really great, including uh, the one you did about the mental health of waiting for, like how to deal with your own mental health and waiting for your queries to come back about your your books and everything. Talk to me about why you turned to YouTube and your whole video series and how you do that and even you, you know your Facebook group for fellow authors and all of that. Yeah, so I am... Um... Well, I've I've always kind of been into YouTube anyway. I used to work for a, a company that were a YouTube company and, and we used to produce videos for them. So I've kind of always been in that realm anyway. And then when I was going through the querying process, um, which is like to get an agent um, so that you can get published, it was really hard on my mental health and I really struggled. I you know, there's a lot of rejection that is part of that process. And actually I had a very quick and somewhat painless process so like some people are querying for years and years and years and I just don't know how they do it so yeah because I struggled so much I really wanted to create a space for aspiring authors where they could talk to each other and get support and feel like they're not alone so I do that with my YouTube videos and I'm also part of a few different Facebook groups and then I've also got a mentorship program that's coming in March next year where it's basically me and a bunch of other thriller authors and we're each going to take a mentor and just kind of help them with their manuscript a, a mentee rather help them with their manuscript and yeah hopefully get them published <laughs> so that's kind of the the goal is to try and help some more aspiring authors who are in the same position that I was in you know two years ago amazing. So where can people find all of that? Let's say they're listening and they're like, yes, this is exactly what I need. Where should they go? It's thrillpit.co.uk. So anyone, for, you don't have to be from the UK, you can be from anywhere in the in the world. But yeah, you need to be writing like a thriller or a crime novel because that's what we all specialize in. And yeah, you can submit in March. We've got a few like events like Twitter chats and things in the lead up to it. But in March, we're opening to submissions and yeah, we're going to each pick someone to to help out. That's great. So thrillpick.co.uk, right? Yeah. Okay, we'll try to remember to put that in the show notes. But if not, I said it twice. So thrillpick.co.uk. <laughs> Sometimes I need things repeated, so I remember them personally. So I just assume people have the same... Uh, have the same needs. Did someone help you out? Like where's the where is the instinct to give back? Do you feel like anybody was there to guide you along? Yeah, I had a mentor myself. Um so when I was looking to get published, a woman called Laura North, who is another thriller author, uh she very kindly decided to take me under her wing and she worked through the manuscript with me for uh, The Girl Beyond the Gate. And yeah, then she was like my rock while I was querying and every time I got a rejection I would come crying to her and I don't know what I would have done without her so um yeah that was kind of that's what made me want to give back because I know how helpful it was for me and I'm not sure I would have got published without it so yeah it's it's a rough journey and you need you need help and you need support how did you find how did you connect with her originally I was on Twitter. Um, I knew that I wanted some kind of, I didn't really know about mentorships, but I knew I wanted some support from someone. And she had just posted on Twitter saying, I really want to mentor an aspiring author, but I don't know how to get into it. And then I literally just slid into her DMs like, if you want to mentor me, <laughs> then please do. And it just sort of went from there. So um, yeah, Twitter is a really good place to be 
if you're an aspiring author, because there's lots of publishing professionals there, assuming Twitter's still going to be around. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. I'm like, just don't take Instagram. Like, what would I do? It's like, I invest so much time in Instagram. It's so silly. I mean, not silly. I get a lot out of it, but it's like, it is just like this manufactured community, you know, that we rely on. And one day it can just up and go. And you're like, wait, what about all those relationships that I have on this other platform? Well, we're, we're getting to the point where we're starting to sort of meet each other in person now, finally. So Yes, that's nice. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishful podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself, and it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast, and those plans are the opposite of quiet. The cat may be disruptive, but it turns out he's also a great help to get fish out of all kinds of predicaments. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the cat in the hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. So sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic Tongue Twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Uh, what are you working on now? So I've got a deal next year for um, books three and four with my current publishers. So the book three has actually been put up on pre-order now already. Um, so it's called The Secrets We Buried, and that is coming in June. I'm still writing it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a whole process with a one-year-old. It's it's getting there. And then book four, I haven't got a title for yet, but that's going to be coming early 2024. Okay. No more. I don't know how I'm doing this. I'm literally asking, how are you doing this? Is it like, what, when is it happening? What time of the day? How fast do you write? Like, how is this getting accomplished? It's basically any snatches of time that I have. So I will literally write for like 15 minutes if that's what I've got. 
and just get as many words as I can done in that 15 minutes. And then I'll deal with the one-year-old. And then maybe an hour later, I'll have another 15-minute snatch and I'll just write as many words as I can. And it's it, I don't really have like a proper sit-down writing session anymore. It used to be that I'd be like, okay, uh, you know, one o'clock, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write for an hour. And it just doesn't work like that anymore now that I've got a one-year-old. So I kind of have to just take what I can and write when I can, basically. And do you always remember, and maybe it's because I'm working on a novel, but I like leave it for weeks and then come back and I'm like, wait, who is that again? Like, do you, can you, can you dip back in all the time? Because it's so top of mind. Like I always forget, you know, I have to read back and where was I? And no. Yeah. I mean, I have a weird issue where when I'm drafting a novel, I literally can't think of anything else. Like my head is just filled with those characters and that story all the time. And I'm kind of playing out the scenes in my head. That's actually one of the ways that I get the book written is I write it in my head first, like a movie, uh, and then I put it into words. But yeah, I just, I'm constantly thinking about it. And it means that I'm always forgetting like kids' birthday parties that I'm supposed to be taking my daughter to and things like that. But it's a necessary part of it. I just can't, my, my head is so filled with the story and I just never switch off from it. Yeah, it's a little bit stressful, actually. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I'm like, that's so cool. It's almost like the writing is like, it's like you just open the spigot for a little bit of time, but it's all pushing out anyway, you know, like yeah. it's already ready. So that's uh, clearly that's not the same problem I have, but that's that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> there, there are blocks, but um, I do, I try and plan out as much as I can of the novel before I write so that I kind of know where I'm going with it and that kind of helps to stop me from being blocked and sitting there going I don't know what to write like I always know what's coming next so yeah wonderful do you have a in-person so I know you talked about your mentor but in Surrey and everything are there authors that you meet up with for coffee and like is there a community of writerly people that you interact with in person at all yeah I mean there's a lot of people in London, um, which is a pain for me to get to with my kids. So I don't see people as much as I would like. But there are a couple of authors who are sort of more local to me, who I meet up with quite regularly. And then um, there's like a big festival called Harrogate, which um, all of the sort of crime and thriller authors go to every year. So that was really nice. I went last year and I met all the people I've been speaking to virtually. Um, so, yeah, it's... I, I would like to be able to see people more, but at the moment with the kids, I just it's not really feasible for me. So I'm I'm sticking to Zoom for the most part. Nice. <laughs> do your daughter, does your older daughter at least, does she ask why you write like what you write? Like why so dark? Does she understand what you're writing? She doesn't really understand what I'm writing. I've told her it's not appropriate for her because she asks if she can read it. She loves reading. Um, and I'm like, no, you definitely can't read my books. <laughs> so I told her that they're sort of geared towards adults, but she doesn't really know what they're about. But she does keep on saying like, so when am I going to be old enough to read them? Like, what age do I have to be? <laughs> I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'll, I'll see how we go. But yeah, she she keeps on saying that she wants to write books now. So, but she, I mean, she wants to do a different career every week. But it's quite <laughs> nice when she says, I want to write books now. Because I'm like, oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And what do you like to do when you're not chasing after your kids and dealing with the, the the stories and characters swirling in your head? What do you do? You have any time to do anything else? 
I don't really do much else, to be honest. I do um, pole fitness, which I do on like a Thursday evening after the kids have gone to bed and my husband's at home so he can stay home and I'll I'll go there. And that's really nice because it's kind of the only time I have just for me where I'm just doing something for myself. And I really love it. It's, it's such an amazing workout. So, yeah, that's really the only thing I do for myself. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you have found to be really helpful in marketing your books? I think just making friends with people. That's what I always suggest when authors are like, oh, I don't know what to do in terms of getting my book out there. I'm like, just be really friendly to as many people as you can. Because what you'll find is that when you are friends with people, they will be willing to shout about your book for you. And it's always better if it's coming from other people than from you. Like if you're saying, buy my book, no one will listen. But if someone says, buy this book, I read it and it's amazing, then they listen. So yeah, just try and sort of make as many friends within the industry and, you know, book talkers and bookstagrammers and as many people as you can. And then it will just naturally come. I mean, it's my my books aren't, you know, as big as some of the other books out there. Um, so I've definitely got a way to go. But yeah, a lot of the sort of publicity I've had has been just through friends being really nice and shouting about my book for me so um yeah that's what I would say is just be really nice it's a small industry and people remember if you're a good person great what's your favorite snack or meal when you're trying to write do you have a favorite food meal something like that I tend to eat really badly when I'm drafting a novel I'll have like a bowl of popcorn next to me and just like anything picky that I can just sort of snack on without thinking about it um, and lots of coffee. <laughs> Once I finish drafting a novel, I have to like do a full detox to try and <laughs> wrap out my system. <laughs> Aww, I love it. Okay. And then last question, what are you reading now? Anything great? Or if you have you read anything that you loved lately? Yeah. So I'm currently reading a proof um, of a book that's coming in 2023, which is called The Blink of an Eye by Joe Callahan. And it's, um, it's really interesting. It's a thriller, but it's also kind of kind of sci-fi it's sort of like looking into the future kind of thing speculative sort of fiction and yeah there's a lot of buzz around it so I imagine people will hear quite a lot about it next year but it's really good I haven't finished it yet but I'm very much enjoying it wonderful excellent okay last question okay I know I said last but this is really last (laughs) what advice do you have for aspiring authors because I know you have so much on so many different topics and have a whole YouTube channel about it so what's like one piece that we should all take away I would say just focus on the writing and just start because I I think there's a lot of things that can get in the way Like you can think about, oh, I need to make a website and I need to get on social media and I need to, you know, do TikToks and all of these different things, but none of it's getting the book written. So as much as those things do come into the business of being an author, the most important thing is to just sit down and write the book and if there's something stopping you, if you're like, oh, you know, I'm, I don't know if I can do it, just sit down and write, get some words down on paper, and then you can edit them and make them better later. Perfect. Becca, well, it was lovely to meet you across the ocean here and wishing you the best of luck with all of your multitasking. And again, just my hats off to you as a working mom with tiny, a tiny little one. I mean, it is hard. It's always hard, but it's even more hard. <laughs> so anyway, well done. Bravo. <laughs> Thank much. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. 
Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.